Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Business of Inner Peace. In today's episode, we're going to dive into the intricate workings of the primal brain, explore why we instinctively shift into fight, flight, or freeze mode, and we're going to unravel the significance of calming our nervous systems so that we can unlock the gateway to our frontal cortex, empowering us to make some thoughtful decisions. So come join me on this journey so you can understand what the heck I just said, because I know I used a lot of big words, but at the core of it all, I just want to help us all to be the best version of ourselves. So let's go. Welcome to the Business of Inner Peace. I'm your host, Erin Jean, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's pretend we're sitting in my living room, enjoying a cup of coffee or tea and getting to know each other just a little better. That's what I love. I love getting to hear your story. I love feeling connected by the spirit of understanding that our stories bring. Today, I'm sharing some of my story, but I hope someday soon you'll be telling me yours. Listen, I know that you're feeling overwhelmed with life and nothing is exactly how you'd like it to be. Your marriage is not what you hoped for, motherhood is harder than you imagined and you've lost yourself somewhere in the mix of responsibilities well if you're ready to bring some more peace and joy into your life reconnect with god who made you and start living a life you love then grab your cup of coffee or tea and let's dive into today's show Welcome to today's episode of the Business of Inner Peace. I am Erin Jean, and I am so thrilled that you are here. Today, I'm going to do things a little different. I normally really think through my podcast episodes, and I think through everything I want to say, and I write things out. And today I'm just really feeling this prompt to go, to just go with it, fly by the seat of my pants and share information with you. I want to start out today's episode a little different than I normally do. If you are able, I'd love for you to just pause with me for a moment, put your hands over your heart, take a deep breath in. Exhale, close your eyes if you're able, and for just a moment, I want you to fill your heart with gratitude and contemplate the miracle of you, the miracle of your body and how it works all without you even thinking about it. How your heart beats, how you take in air into your lungs, how that oxygen circulates throughout your body, how your liver filters and your stomach digests and your intestines process and get rid of toxins. Your kidneys do their job. 
and how a tiny electron on an atom is like the speck that you are in our universe. It's that speck inside of your body that your body is the equivalent of a galaxy to that electron. Just like you are the speck in our galaxy and this universe. And it's so overwhelmingly awe-inspiring when you think about all that God has created. It just brings such a smile to my face. And the deep truth when God said that he knit you together in your mother's womb and that you are wonderfully and beautifully made. And I just want to invite you to sit in a moment of gratitude because it doesn't matter what your body looks like. It doesn't matter if everything isn't perfectly running and your health isn't top-notch. You are still a miracle of amazing creation that God put together, that he knit you in your mother's womb. And you are wonderfully and beautifully made that you came from seemingly nothing and you grew right inside of your mother's womb, heart and lungs and all of these amazing organs. And I just want to invite you to be filled with gratitude toward God, the maker, creator of our universe, of our bodies, our good, good father. And with that perspective, I'm wondering if you are feeling more relaxed, if you are feeling more full of joy and gratitude in this moment. I'd love to invite you in to a 21-day challenge of gratitude with me where we will be doing tapping meditations each day to help you focus on just one element of your life to feel gratitude for and to take that with you throughout the day. I have found that a gratitude practice profoundly impacts me for good It impacts my mindset, but most importantly, it impacts my nervous system. And that's what I want you to pay attention to in this moment. And by the way, before I move forward, if you do want to join me in that gratitude challenge, go to bit.ly backslash gratitude challenge 21. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash gratitude challenge 21 and you can find out all the information there but today I want to talk to you about the importance 
of calming your nervous system. And that's what we did together. If you were able to follow my prompts and that you noticed a calming in your body, a shift in how you were feeling, perhaps a lightness, maybe even a smile came across your face. What you just did in those few moments is really important work. It is the calming of your nervous system, which is so crucial if you desire to rewire your subconscious mind so that you can move forward from pain and trauma and unhealthy patterns of your past. And let me explain to you why. And you might have heard part of this before, but it, it bears repeating because it's one of those things that you probably just cannot hear enough and it's going to sink in deeper and deeper. So you have your conscious mind and you have your unconscious mind. And inside of your unconscious mind is a part of your brain called the primal brain. And it's that survival place. Animals have it and we have it. And when you go into fight, flight, or freeze, you are in the primal brain and you're in survival mode. And when you're in that place, it's the back of your brain and you cannot access the front of your brain, that frontal lobe, which is the conscious critical mind where all reasoning, analytics, and decision-making live because the front part of your brain cannot be running at the same time that the back part of your brain is. And what's crucial to know is that when you're in your primal brain, you cannot make good decisions because you can't access the part of the brain that makes decisions and uses logic and analytics. And you can only be told what to do. And I really want you to think about that in the setting of someone that is perhaps in an abusive situation. So if you're in an abusive situation, you are definitely in fear and fear is an instant open door right into the primal brain. It instantly puts you into the fight, flight, or freeze. And that means you can't make good decisions. You can only be told what to do. You can respond to instructions. So if your abuser is telling you what to do, or even someone else is telling you what to do, you can follow those instructions, but you cannot think for yourself. You cannot make a good decision for yourself. Even if you think you can, you really can't because that part of your brain cannot be accessed when you're in this fear primal brain mode. And this is why it's all really important. I want you to begin to recognize in your life when you're in the primal brain, when you're in fight, flight, or freeze mode, because the fastest way out of it is calming your nervous system. And that's what we were doing at the beginning of this episode together. We were taking a moment 
and we were really using a tool to calm our nervous system. Now, the good news is there are many, many tools to calm your nervous system. Tapping, meditation, bubble baths, lovely music, walking and being in nature. There's just so many things. And you can find the tool that you like best and that really helps you make the shift. But step one is beginning to recognize when you're in primal brain and when you're in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. Because the sooner you can recognize that it's happening, the quicker you can access the tool to get you out of that mode and to calm the nervous system. Now, one thing that's really important to know that I wanted to talk about today is I want to talk about fear and I want to talk about anger because both of these are at the core of being a pathway straight into the primal brain. And the reason why is because mind perceives both fear and anger as a threat. And like I mentioned before, the thing that we have in common with animals is we all have this part of our brain. We have this primal brain and its purpose is to help us survive. So when mind perceives a threat, it goes into a form of survival mode. So if the um, emotion that we're having is a fear, then mind is perceiving a threat. There is something that is threatening our survival, whether that makes sense to our conscious brain or not. And when we are threatened due to fear, all power and energy and resources gets sent to our legs and it makes our legs very powerful so that we can run and flee a situation. So let's think about this in way of an animal. Let's think about a zebra out in the uh, Sahara and it sees a lion. Well, its mind is going to go straight into fear, right? Fear of death (laughs) by lion. All power gets sent immediately to the legs because it needs to run. It needs to run like all get out to get out of that situation and to be able to survive. The same thing is happening in our body and all the power is being drained from our brain from that frontal cortex where we can no longer make good decisions, analyze, or have any logic because everything is being sent to our legs. But when we live in a world and a society like we live in right now, can you agree with me that it's really not helpful to have our legs strong when maybe we are in fear of, let's say, losing a job, or we're in fear of, you know, our, our spouse or maybe a family member being upset with us. Because the brain doesn't 
really compute what is the fear source. It just understands fear. And then it goes into the primal brain action and we get into fight, flight, or freeze mode mode quite quickly, depending on how intense the fear is. And I think it's really important to note how God's word says that fear is not from the Lord. And this is another, you know, red flag to us that it's important to pay attention to fear and that fear does not serve us. So not only does it, it does not serve us mentally because it puts us into a place of worry and stress that we don't need to be, but it also doesn't even serve us physically because it's activating our primal brain and sending all power and strength to our legs and not helping us to make good decision-making. So when we can recognize that we're in a state of fear, then we can also recognize that our primal brain is being activated. The fight, flight, or freeze is potentially being activated. And what we need to do is to move into regulating the nervous system and calming the nervous system down. And then that's when we're going to go to our tool belt and find a really wonderful tool that we love to help us to calm our nervous system. The other one I want to bring to our attention today is anger. And it's interesting because this is also another emotion that the Bible warns us about. We are warned to not let the sun go down on our anger we are warned to be sure that our anger doesn't cause us to sin and that we should only have a righteous anger. So we've got warnings around anger as well and for good reason. So our mind perceives anger also as a threat. And let's again put this back into the animal mode so we can understand it. So zebra now sees his girlfriend over in the bush and another male zebra comes and is approaching her. So obviously that would be a perceived threat, right? His female is now being threatened and that emotion of anger comes in And all power and energy gets sent to the jaw of zebra so that zebra can go over and bite and attack the male zebra with all of his might. Now I want you to understand it's literally the same thing within our body. Anger gets computed as a perceived threat in our brain. And all power and energy gets sent to our jaw. Now, I think you and I can both agree that maybe when our child is doing something and it pushes us to anger, it really isn't helpful to have a powerful jaw. (laughs) We are not going to go and bite the kid or bite anything in this situation, right? It would be much more helpful to have power and energy in that frontal lobe where we can make all of our good critical thinking and analytics and logic and decision-making. But 
when we get into anger, the mind has a perceived threat and it puts us into the primal brain and that fight, flight, and freeze mode can get activated. And I want you to really start to pay attention to the feelings in your body when you have these emotions, whether it's anger or fear. I want you to start to pay attention to the places in your body that you have a feeling. Often when people get anger, they'll get a tightness in their jaw. They'll get a flush in their face. Often when they have fear, they can feel energy in their legs because sometimes we get wobbly legs, which can just be that overproduction, right? Of energy and we're not adrenaline and we're not using it (laughs) to run. So I hope that you can start to make some connections here to see how mind is doing what it's designed to do. It's designed to keep you alive. And when there's a perceived threat, it's going into primal brain and sending power and energy to the parts of the body that our primal needs used to need. But because we don't live in a primal society anymore, these threats that we have that can trigger things like fear and anger, we are not served by having powerful legs or powerful jaws in those moments. And we would actually be better served by having access to that frontal cortex and being able to make good decisions and to have our reasoning and our logics and our analytics. It would serve us so much better to have clear decision-making skills in those moments. But when we're in primal brain, we do not have access to that. We are honestly only able to follow directions. And so it's so important to start to pay attention to these moments when you're going into primal brain, when you're going into fight, flight, or freeze and find a tool to help calm down your nervous system so you can get back to that part of your brain, that front part of your brain that you want to have access to, to make some really good decisions. So I hope that you have found this to be very interesting and helpful information today and something for you to think about. These are things that we discuss every month in our women's support group called the Healing Circle. If you want to come and join us, you can check that out at bit.ly backslash healing circle. It's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash healing circle with a capital H. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I hope you found something super valuable and I can't wait to talk to you soon. May God richly bless you and keep you in your analytical mind. (laughs) Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling blessed by the content here, 
The number one way you can show me is by leaving me a written review of the show. I'd be forever grateful knowing that you're out there listening helps me know that I'm truly living out God's purpose in my life. The other thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, tag me on your Instagram stories. Remember, you are seen, known, and loved. May God richly bless you today. All my love, Erin Jean.